Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Today on the show, we have Vicki Smith. Vicki is a bold follower of Jesus. She is a wife. She's a mother of four. And she's also the leader of a prayer group called The Upper Room. It is so nice to have you here today, Vicki. Oh, it is so my pleasure to give a testimony about what God is doing. Well, it's, uh, it's really exciting to have you because we met in Brazil and it was just exciting to see you minister to different people and it was just, uh, to me, it was a life-changing experience. Uh, God was already using me and, and doing different things before, but the things that we saw there, I, I think it would be impossible for people to not come back different than before they left. Would you agree? Absolutely. I, I did experience a change. And what was kind of neat is I got together with people who have been touching upon global awakening and Randy Clark and what he does. And I had been following Randy for quite some time and always wanted to go on a mission trip. And I didn't know when the time would be, but when this Brazil trip came up and the words under Brazil were, this will change your life. I had to go. (laughs) Yes. And it did. Yeah. So that is exciting. It was a, it was a bucket list trip for me. And um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the next time that I can go back because it will not be the last time. But, um, you know, we saw so many incredible miracles there. And, you know, I, I think we see miracles here in the United States and you're in Colorado Springs. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I've never seen the magnitude of oh, yeah, the yeah. healings and the miracles. So, you know, today we're just going to share uh, some of the things that, that you saw there and uh, just want to hear your heart on what God's doing there. And then also, you know, what you sense he's doing here. Gosh, you know, that is a question I could spend hours speaking about um, because um, I um, am a convert to the Catholic faith. And I know that I know that I know based on what uh, Randy is teaching and what God is doing and how he wants us to use it. I feel part of where God was working on me was to have that boldness of prayer expectance and and be expectant that something's going to happen versus, Oh gee, I hope this works. I mean, we were just went expectant. And so I've been able to take that teaching and what I saw to the people um, in the Catholic faith as well, because now they're getting excited. They're like, wow, this is Jesus. And he's still doing this. Yes. And so I'm like, yes. And I was there. I got to see it. And I was able to take that energy, that teaching, what I saw, the testimonies back to the prayer group that I lead. And we actually, when I taught last week, we began to speak the way I was taught to speak in Brazil and a woman was healed online while we were talking. Yeah. So that one of the things that was really life-changing for me um, was that you, there's a thing called a scavenger hunt and I've never been on one. I only knew about a scavenger hunt as being something, you know, you get little clues and you go find something. Never in my life had I ever heard about a scavenger hunt 
to listen to the Holy Spirit. He's going to give you some words of knowledge and you're going to go out and find that person on the street. And so I got to experience that. And then the Holy Spirit gave me a person who was having pain in their back, right glute muscle, and they were wearing jeans and, um, and maybe had a rip on the jeans. So this guy's writing it down. And then I'm like, my mind is being blown. I'm looking calm, but I'm like, like, this is every day, but it was not every day for me. Um, if we go out and we're like, there's a person over there wearing jeans. Is that that person? So we went over and with our translator, there's three of us and we had a translator. We asked if she was in any pain. We spoke that, hey, we're from you know America, the States, well, actually all over. And would you mind receiving prayer? Are you in pain? She said, yes. We prayed over her and instantaneously God moved. And she stood up. We said something to the effect of, can you stand up and feel if there's a difference? She looked at us like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can stand up. Like, I don't really believe that anything happened. She stands up and her eyes get so big and her mouth starts spewing Portuguese about how she doesn't have any pain in her body, including the rest of her body. It was awesome. That is amazing. You know, it, it is exciting. You know, and, and I, unfortunately, I didn't participate in the, the scavenger hunt. I was so tired. I went and took a nap. But the cool thing is that we can have those scavenger hunts all over the place. You know, it doesn't just Amen. have to be there. You know, I just, I think that doing something like that, it opens our eyes to the fact that there are needs all around us. Yes. And, you know, just this weekend, prayed for a handful of people. Saturday morning, it was out, you know, serving with the homeless in the park and a woman, you know, pain went from five down to a zero you know, that was awesome. Then I go to the gym and there's a guy who's, you know, just recovering from meniscus surgery and he had pain in his knee. And I asked if I could pray and all the pain went away. And uh, so that was awesome. And then that afternoon on the way home, I stopped by a convenience store and the woman just starts telling me that, that she had been in all this pain from kidney stones. And, and so I asked if I could pray for her and she, you know, reaches her hands across the counter and says, yes, let's, let's pray. And gives me your hands to, to hold to pray. And I said, how do you feel now? She said, well, I don't have the pain from the kidney stones anymore, but I did have pain in my back and that's gone. You know, so it's just amazing when we step out in faith, especially if we've had a word of knowledge prior to that, that we just expect God to do what he does because it's so easy for him. Oh, so it is. That was, that was one situation that you saw but I know you saw a lot more. Didn't you physically get healed there as well? You, you had pain in your neck? Um, I haven't uh, received a total complete healing, but I will say it's less. Okay. And, you know, we'll go for that, you know? Okay. Amen. You yeah. know, one of the experiences that I had, it was the first day we were there and Randy taught, Dr. Clark taught, and then we were supposed to come up and give words of knowledge. And so one of the things I saw was a vision of somebody who saw half of everything. I'm like, gee, I'm not sure I want to give that word of knowledge, seeing half of everything that doesn't quite make sense to me. Well, guess what? That person showed up three days later hmm. and said she had been healed of seeing, being blind in one eye wow. from MS. And it, what happened was, is the day one, I prayed for a man. I didn't know he was a pastor, but I prayed for him 
and was getting a lot of word of knowledge about um, his emotional pain. So, you know, it's not just physical, it's emotional pain. And then I saw things similar to uh, the words backstabbing, mm. uh, betrayal. So the moment I started praying in the name of Jesus, that he is free from all of that, he rested in the spirit. And then he reveals, I am a pastor and I've had a difficult time because some people have turned their back on me, gossiped about me. And, but now I feel a great sense of peace. Isn't that amazing that it's not just physical, but this emotional thing. So he was so excited that he's the one who brought the woman on the third day who had an MS and could only see out of one eye. And I'm like, yes, it's her. This is the one that I didn't give a word of knowledge on. And she said she had been healed a few days before when I got the word of knowledge. So Wow. It opened my eyes again that the person doesn't have to be there. Yeah. The Lord is, is using someone else to give you that info. And then she received a healing because all of our prayers were for all the words of knowledge. And I got to just have to believe spoken or unspoken, you know, that gave me more confidence. I got to say, Matt, that um, that despite what it looks like, I've got to trust the process and ride the divine current see where he takes me and trust that he knows what he's doing. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's so first of all, for those of you out there that are wondering, what is a word of knowledge? So the Lord, it's a gift of the spirit and the Lord reveals, you know, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. So a word of knowledge is, is an awareness of a situation that's going on in somebody's body, their soul, their spirit, whatever, so that the Lord can minister to it. So he, he gives us these words of knowledge so that when they're revealed, God can heal them. And so it's really exciting when you get this information. Uh, it's referred to as sometimes reading someone's mail because you tell them that they've got a situation or you ask them if they've got a situation. And there's no way that you could have known that other than God sharing it. And it's like, you know, were you going through my mail? Were you going through my text <laughs> messages? Were you going through my email? Whatever. Uh, because, you know, it blows people's minds. And the first time somebody released one, uh, I was at a ministry service in 2018 and a woman was up front and she said, is there somebody here with left, you know, left knee pain? And I raised my hand. I had on a knee brace. I had on jeans. There was no way of somebody knowing that I had a torn ACL, but I had left knee pain. I raised my hand. The people around me prayed and I was healed instantly. No surgery, save me a copay. Yes. Uh, pain does not come back. You know, never wore that knee brace again. It was amazing. So words of knowledge are a powerful way that the Lord will use us to minister to somebody that is going to come across our path. So, you know, in that situation, when you've now had multiple words of knowledge that, you know, the people have been healed instantly, you know, what did that do for your faith? Oh my gosh. It just edified uh, me. It raised the bar, if you will, on holding myself to the standard of a responsive position, a posture of trusting the process. Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. I don't have to be the architect in the whole thing. He's designed it. I just have to follow him. And so I guess, you know, it's just really edified me for one. It amplified, if you will, my faith for what he can do. 
And, and it just, you know, to follow what you were saying, Matt, it's a supernatural, not natural experience that you're receiving that wisdom from the Holy Spirit, the divine physician who knows how to heal these people. I had one experience where I was praying for somebody in Brazil. And uh, this is amazing because I was just like, what is going on here? Am I getting a migraine? Here's why I say that. I was praying for a guy and I saw sparks coming off of him. And I'm thinking, that's why I thought, am I getting a migraine? I've never had sparks seen before ever, but I'm trying to find a natural reason for sparks to show up. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, maybe it's just one or two. I'll look at another area of his body. And I'm doing this simultaneously, praying over him while the translators translate for me. And I'm also, though, having an interior conversation with the Lord simultaneously. So this is just so beautiful how the Lord can really be a multitasker. You know what I mean? And there were sparks all over his body and then nobody else that I had prayed for. So I thought, wow, this is another example that you can't draw, just draw a line. This is about infinite wisdom, not finite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, another um, way that, oh, you know, I just got to say that you're talking about what happened in Brazil. Cause one of the things I wanted to do is take what happened to me in Brazil, what I saw and bring it in to where I live as a lifestyle of expectancy, ready to say yes and amen. And that actually happened when I came back and I was at a restaurant, the Lord kind of highlighted somebody at the next table. And I thought, you know, like you said earlier, Matt, we wait on the Lord to open the door. And that's in Isaiah 22, 22, where he says, the Lord opens a door that no one can close and closes the doors that no one can open. So I try to be obedient and walk into the door. The door did open where we started talking to the ladies at the other table at this restaurant in San Antonio where I was traveling. Um, I told them what I do. I told them I was there to give a retreat. And they, I said, are you, are you in need of prayer for anything? And they said, well, actually, yes. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> Brazil is here, right here. And so they said, we have, I have this nasty cough uh, leftover from COVID. So I said, are you okay with me praying for you? She said, yes. I prayed over her and she said she felt mentholatum, mentholatum come through all of her lungs and she could breathe easier. Wow. I thought, wow, you know, that's so great because now I'm paying more attention to the open door. And now when we came back from our, uh, scavenger hunt. It was time for us to go eat, Matt. You know, we went upstairs to go eat. And apparently the Brazilians love bread because we had bread for everything, right? right. And so, and yes. And so we I, we were walking uh, uh, back into the building and there's a group of young people. And as I'm walking past them, I hear the word pain in the foot. Mm. But then my, my natural mind is thinking, time to eat. <laughs> and I, I keep walking and I keep hearing pain in the foot, go back. And my natural mind is going time to eat because we won't have time to eat if I don't eat now. But I, I, I was like, I got to go back. So I walk up to the group of about 10 young people. They're all sitting on the floor getting ready for to have the next session that day. And I said, is there any one of you who has a pain in your foot? All of the young people point to this one girl. It's her. She has a pain in the foot. So God just totally opened up that door. I got to watch because what I do, Matt, in the upper room is I pray and teach and teach and pray. Mm -hmm. So 
I didn't want them to look at me as the only one who could participate in being used by God. And so I began to pray over her. But as I asked interiorly, Lord, show me how these people can get involved as well, how you want to use them. Because it was about equipping, Matt. Didn't we hear that the whole time we were there? God's equipping leaders, equipping uh, his people. Yes. And so I prayed a little bit. And then I, and then I was led to invite them to come and pray. So they put down their cell phones. Hallelujah. And then, and then they all put their hands on her. And I said, repeat after me in the name of Jesus, through the precious blood of Jesus, through the victory of the cross of Jesus. And this girl in a short period of time was healed. Well, it, it is really a lot of fun when you you know, make it a lifestyle when it's Amen. not just a, a destination. It's not just an event. It's not just a one-time situation. You know, it, it is a, a way of life. Stay tuned. We'll have more living life on purpose after we hear from one of our sponsors. Are you a business person that's hungry for more of the Holy Spirit at work? Partnering with God is what you were designed for. Experiencing God at work and being a blessing to the city that you live in is accessible to every believer. Hearing from God for your business and city shouldn't feel mysterious or inaccessible. Heaven and Business exists to give you access to the tools and training you need to equip you to grow with God in business and influence. Begin with a free trial and an online membership, then explore the events, community, and other resources. Check out heavenandbusiness.com today if this is what you're looking for, and I promise you won't be disappointed. And now, back to Living Life on Purpose with your host, Matt Wilson. When I first went to hear Dr. Clark, I actually went to hear Todd White. You know, so I didn't even know who Dr. Clark was. I went to hear Todd White because he lives. I mean, his ministry is lifestyle Christianity. Yep. It's living this life of a radical obedience to the Lord. And, you know, to me back then in 2018, this was still like, wow, that guy is out there. And yep. now, you know, I'm not necessarily seeing some of the same things that he sent, but I'm seeing a lot of fruit by just stepping out in faith wherever, whenever, and I don't care what it looks like, you know, um, sometimes they get healed. Sometimes they don't, but they feel better after we pray. It's impossible for us to pray and for nothing to happen. We may see the results. We may not, you know, but, uh, the more we step out in faith, the more we're going to see God move. And so, you know, I just, I feel like there are a lot of, of, Christians that are out there that do not walk in the fullness of faith, they do not step out, you know, they get the word of knowledge and, and they know that the Lord's calling them to do something, but they're afraid of what the person's going to say. They're afraid that it may look weird, you know, that they, they don't necessarily know what to do with it, all of those things. You know, I just want to encourage the listener, like if you hear the Lord speak to you, if you feel an impression from the Holy Spirit that you're supposed to do something, if you feel this unction in your body, just go with it. If, if it's, you know, something that, that you feel like the Lord would want you to do, again, I'm not saying anything that goes against the word of God, but, but if it feels like something that, that Jesus would do if he were in front of you, do that. Because there are so many people that attend church that never see the fullness of God in America. And they're so hungry. The they're so hungry. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And God has the answer for that hunger. And all the people who were getting healed in Brazil were testifying about what God can and will do. And uh, I have one testimony. I just got to make sure I share because it really, again, amplified my faith. Um, Dr. Clark had just given a teaching about uh, reaching for the throne room of heaven, something along those lines where he said throne room of heaven. And I hadn't really used that uh, phrase before um, as I ministered to people. In fact, this was going to be the first time. Someone brought a man to me who was all curled up on his left-hand side and his hand was in a claw-like posture and bent over. And they said, um, through a translator, he had COVID and because of COVID, he had a stroke. And because of the stroke, he was paralyzed on his left side. Now with the natural mind, Matt, I would think, oh, this looks dire. Oh, this looks big. And then I remember, I mean, it overrode my intellect, which is huge, Matt, I think, and I've been teaching uh, recently, override the intellect, trust in the divine physician because he's bigger. He's yeah. bigger than the paralysis. He's bigger than the sickness. He's bigger than cancer. He's bigger, bigger, bigger. And so um, as I'm looking at the man, it overrode my intellect for, the, for a second there because with the natural mind, I'm thinking, this is big. This is dire. And then I heard God is bigger. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> so right then, I remember it was brought to my mind, like through word of knowledge, like you had talked about reading the mail, if you will. I got the mail that said, reach for the throne room of heaven in the name of Jesus. So I heard it first, and then I spoke it with the tongue. So there's scripture that says the word will uh, not come back void till accomplishing the task which you've sent it. So I got his word read his mail and spoke it. And I said, reach for the throne room of heaven in the name of Jesus. And I kid you not, his left arm started to unfurl. His elbow went up in the air. His forearm went up in the air. His hand straightened out and his hand, his entire hand straightened out all except his pointer finger. And I go, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> I said, behave in the name of Jesus, straighten out in the name of Jesus. And it's so funny. I mean, just really the comical, the entire body straightened out, but one finger. And so I said it in the name of Jesus, his hand started shaking and it straightened out. It just, I mean, it's mind blowing. And so I had to have a mindset reset and how maybe there are times where I've confined God where he really wanted to move. So now bringing back Brazil to where I live and to those people with whom I speak, I don't want to confine at all. I want to listen and go out in boldness like you did, Matt. When I saw you at the airport, we were leaving um, on our mission and you were in the airport and you were filled with that boldness as you shared with me later. And you're like, I just have to, I'm just compelled. And I saw you across the airport and you were in a shop and you knelt down and you had your hands on some guy's knee. And I was like, ah, oh, that is it. That is it. Well, you know, when you've seen God do so many miracles, and again, we know that the number of documented healings on that trip, just from that yeah. conference, were 1,400 plus people healed. And then, you know, I'm there to get a water and an energy drink because I was really tired. 
And, you know, then I see this guy next to me who's got this brace on his leg and he's walking with a cane. How can I not pray for him? Because I've seen God do so many incredible miracles. And so, yeah, I, I pray for him and, and, you know, first of all, it's a miracle that he spoke English because everybody (laughs) in that airport spoke English. And so he speaks English. He says, yes, you can pray for me. And, and I asked him to test it out afterwards. And the brace was like so thick that, you know, and it's metal, he couldn't even test it out. But I just said, I believe when you get home that, that you're going to have full mobility and, and all pain is going to be gone in your body in the name of Jesus. And he said, you know, thank you so much. I, I just, I feel so much peace. I said, well, praise the Lord. And, you know, he turns around, he said, is this your wife? I said, um, no, no. I thought that this woman was with you. And she was like, no, I just wanted to know, would you pray for me too? And again, another miracle that she speaks English. Yeah. I said, of course, I'll pray for you. I said, what's going on? She said, oh, I, I have depression. And I said, well, Jesus heals depression. And she said, oh, pray for me. And so I pray for her. And, you know, all of a sudden afterwards, she just has this bewildered look. Like she's like, oh, what? He, he, he's, he's gone. He's gone. I, I've had depression for years. I'm a believer, but I've had depression for years and he, he's gone. She was like, I, I just, I've got chill bumps all over my body. And I said, well, that's the Holy Spirit. And she said, well, I, I just, I want to cry. And I said, just let it go. And she just yeah. starts weeping outside of this gift shop in the airport. Nice. And, and it's, you know, Jesus is a healer. You know, that that's who he is. That's what he does. And, you know, I stepped out in faith to pray for that man, but she saw that I was willing to pray. And so she gets healed of depression because she's willing to say, hey, pray for me too. So I just want to encourage the, the followers of Jesus out there. There are people all around you with desperate needs. There are people all around you that won't step foot in a church. There are people all around you that need healing in their body, and they're looking for Jesus to show up. You may be the only Jesus that they see. What if you step out and pray and that person gets healed? And, you know, Bill Johnson says all the time, people worry about, well, what if I pray and nothing happens? Well, nothing's already happening. If you don't pray, nothing's already happening. So maybe if you pray, Jesus heals somebody. And he gets the glory. You know, you don't get to take any of the credit. You know, Vicky nor I can heal anyone, but Jesus can anytime, any place, anywhere. And so if it doesn't work out, hey, I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. I don't know why sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. But the more we pray for healing, the more people get healed in Jesus name. So step out in faith and watch the miracles happen. Amen. I just like to add, you know, this is really important. I found that with people who have experienced COVID, you know, we are in a spiritual battle. I have found more often than not that there's a spirit of, um, with that infirmity, there's a spirit of depression that comes coupled with this spirit of infirmity. So I've been praying recently with lots of people who have experienced depression after COVID, who didn't have depression before. And I was like, yep, that was a word of knowledge. uh, Depression does come with COVID, but it doesn't have to stay. It's not his best day, it's his last day. And so I've been praying over people um, for release, not just from the, the, 
respiratory issues and that sort of thing, but from any depressive illness that may come through that or anxiety. And so, and then it lifts off. It lifts off. You don't have to settle. You do not have to settle for living with this illness or infirmity because God is bigger. Absolutely. And, and so I want you to know that, that you do not have to, if you're out there and you're listening, you have depression, you do not have to settle for, you know, antidepressants for the rest of your life. Science will tell you that's what it's going to take. Jesus says, I can take that from you. I can remove that from you in an instant, but you've got to, you know, be willing to ask. And so I'm going to be willing to ask on their behalf, Vicki, would you pray? Because there are so many people out there that have battled COVID and recovered because the reality is, you know, there's like a 98 to 99% recovery rate for the sickness, but there are lingering effects. So will you pray for those people that may be battling, you know, getting over COVID and uh, the depression that goes with that? Will you pray for that now? Oh, absolutely. And I'm praying as a testimony because God healed me of depression. I've been healed of depression and it was supposed to be chronic. So I'm this victory stance. I am this message of hope. So Heavenly Father, just give you thanks and praise for this opportunity for every listener to receive your healing power as we, in the name of Jesus, pray in agreement, Matt and I, all those who are listening, that we uproot any uh, ill effects of COVID, side effects of COVID that may be uh, trying to attach itself to lungs, to emotions, to memories, um, to organs in the name of Jesus. We just uproot them now in the name of Jesus and through the shed blood of the lamb, we sever every tie, tentacle, and attenuation of depression, oppression, fear, worry, negativity, anxiety, and send them immediately and directly to the foot of the cross for God to deal with as he will for all eternity. And we now loosen in the name of Jesus, the spirit of peace, spirit of joy, spirit of perseverance, spirit of kindness, spirit of gentleness, spirit of wellness to every organ, every fiber of your being, every memory, every emotion, every bone, every tendon, every ligament be filled with the name of Jesus, the power of Jesus through the shed blood, blood of the lamb from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet believe and receive in his holy name. Amen. 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 Thank you for doing that, Vicki. And I just believe that there are going to be people that, that listen to this, you know, claim one of the testimonies that we talked about. You know, if you've got one of those pains in your body, claim that, that Jesus did it once he can do it again. The spirit uh, or the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. And that's Revelations 19.10. So from that standpoint, you know, if you've heard something that we've talked about today, claim that promise for yourself and then test it out. And then also, if you have that infirmity in your body from COVID, you know, just believe as though you have received from the prayer that, that she just prayed, because Jesus does not respect people. You know, it, it's not a, a one-time deal. It's not a, he did it in the Bible and he no longer does it. I know that that's preached a lot, but the reality is he still performs miracles. He still heals bodies. He still heals every situation. Does not matter how desperate it is. Uh, and go back. There's another episode with signs, wonders, and miracles that I saw on the trip as well. This is just a small, these are two people 
And, and I've interviewed a handful of people. I've got a couple more that I'm going to interview, but you're going to hear a handful of the testimonies out of those 1400 plus healings. You're only hearing a few of them. So God is a do it again, God. He can do it for you. And, you know, so I'm excited to hear testimonies from the people that listen to this episode. So Vicki, it's been an honor to have you here today. How can people learn more about you or, or more about Upper Room, uh, that the prayer that, that you do on a regular basis? Sure. Um, uh, you, they can check out my website at uh, www.n1spirit.com. All the words are spelled out. I also do a Your Daily Dose of Spiritual Oxygen, which is two to five minute teachings of the blessings of the Holy Spirit, which you can find on YouTube, Your Daily Dose of Spiritual Oxygen, Vicki Smith. And um, on that site, you'll be able to see testimonies testimonies, not me, but people speaking of their testimonies of healings they received from Jesus. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, Matt. It has been my complete pleasure, pleasure to share the testimony of what God has done in me and what he's done in others. Yeah. Well, I've really enjoyed it. And I just, I know that it's going to bless other people. And, and if this has been something that has encouraged you, if this has given you hope, or if you've experienced healing in your own body from the things that, that we've talked about or the prayers, please share this with your friends. There are plenty of people out there that need to be uplifted in this season. So you can follow us on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose, and then also Living Life on Purpose always on Instagram. We appreciate you listening and we will look forward to speaking to you again in a couple of weeks.